We back. Walking and talking. We're walking a trail. We're doing the most. Prescribing your future to podcast host. No, you not. Yes, you are. Oh my God, that look like a scar. The fear seeps in. It starts to come. You don't know what you're gonna run from, but you don't. And you're stopping your breathing. You won't. I see the green leaves, they're starting to shimmer. Oh my God, I see a glimmer of hope in the world. I don't know what to do about it, but I strut right up the trail. You look like a snail. Hopefully you go and grab your pale berries. You grab them. Raspberries, you grab them. Huckleberry, put them in. Hopefully you gonna go for the win. You're taking the most, you afro it all. Maud and Hamid, we got balls, yeah, yeah. No, we don't. Don't, yeah, okay. All right. Um. I love balance. The idea kind of aha clicked for me when I was on a backpacking trip and Sam was just giggling in one of his giggle fits, Sam Dixon. And he, his mustache just glimmering in the sunlight, just bouncing this little caterpillar, just chomping on his lip. I look over and he's laying on this log and he's like, dude, It's so fun to try to get comfortable, fully balanced on the log without flexing a muscle, just finding balance on the log. And it led us on this sick little nature conversation about the idea of balance and how I just like, I love balance sports. I love slacklining. I love wake surfing and skiing and biking and trying to wheelie and all these things that involve balance. Literally everything does. Walking involving balance, but balance in a different sense. Balance in a sense of the middle way, finding a sustainable path to follow. Uh, And that looks different for everyone and for everything. But I think the Tao is starting to point towards this idea of balance, that in everything in our lives, we can find balance and that the most efficient way to walk the path of life is the Tao. It is when all the forces in your life are in balance. So what does that mean? Uh, How about working? Okay, if you work 90, 100 hours a week like some residents in med school do, uh, that's tough. That's gonna be tough. You're gonna have to sacrifice things. Your life is out of balance at that point. If you don't work, like me last summer, on teacher break, shout out. Uh, Also, that's tough. By the end of the summer, I felt this emptiness in me. It's like, Jesus, I'm not like working. I'm not doing anything. Uh, And again, it wasn't an efficient way to go about life. So somewhere between zero hours and 100 hours, boom. There is the Tao. There is balance. There is the middle way. And so apply that to everything in your life, your relationships. If you spend 24-7, every waking moment, you're going to the bathroom with your boyfriend and you're holding hands as you take a dump and you, everything, sleeping together, going to the doctor, everything. Okay, eventually after a while, barring the time you're in that lusty in love phase, topic for another riff um barring that little period that's a lot and you're gonna get sick of this person probably to the point where it's out of balance okay and it's an efficient inefficient way to go about life but 
If you spend zero hours with your partner, well, that's not a relationship. Again, somewhere in the middle is the sweet spot, the middle way, balance, the Tao. And all the Tao says is when we align every thing in our lives and find the sweet spot in that, maybe call it flow state as well, or just, yeah, whatever, uh, life becomes easier, more efficient. There's less energy wasted towards being out of balance because being out of balance, whether that's uh, spending every waking moment with your partner or whatever, that's an inefficient way to go about life. So if we can think about our lives as a bike wheel, you as a bike wheel, we want to just roll efficiently. Not that you have to roll fast or have to go anywhere, but it's nice to roll efficiently. And so what goes into an, to a true efficient wheel? Well, if we can, to humor the metaphor here, uh, the things in our lives, if we can think about the things in our lives, like our relationships and our diet and our work and our whatever else, each one of those things is a spoke to the wheel. And each spoke contributes to the wheel tension and thus the trueness of the wheel. And so if you want your wheel to rule true, you need to have your spoke tension in balance. You need to have them all aligned. If one of your spokes is so tight, it's gonna pull on the rim and you're gonna have an oblong shaped kind of oval eggy wheel, right? It's gonna make it harder to roll. If one of your spokes is so loose, that there's no tension on it. Again, same thing, and your wheel doesn't roll true. Uh, so we can think about the things in our lives as spokes to the wheel trying to roll true. And I guess what I'm trying to do, maybe what modern hominid is, is an ode to true wheels. Shout out Urban Cruise and bike references here. But an ode to true wheels. An ode to trying to roll more efficiently um grabbing a spoke tension adjuster and giving little micro adjustments to the tension of our spokes first becoming aware of the tension of our spokes and then realizing that we have a choice a choice to use the spoke tension tightener or loosener to do something about it and I'm trying to give little micro quarter turns to each spoke. Test it. Oh, that feels good. Ooh, yep, that was too tight. Tightened that spoke too tight. Now I got an oblong wheel. All right, cool, Lucas. Uh, you're so spiritual and woke. Wow, thanks for sharing that. Right? I'm like talking about this when really that's said in Goldilocks. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. Little children's novel. There's so many cool little cliches and stories that I'm now like, oh my god, that's that that's what that was saying? Sick. Anyways, thinking of Goldilocks and thinking of my wheel, how is my wheel rolling right now? Um gonna just riff on that. <sighs> my wheel feels like it's rolling pretty damn well really well i would say actually i'm feeling pretty true especially right now in summertime um specifically right now in this little phase i'm feeling a little out of balance a little out of true with social interaction 
which I think is why the creative juices are flowing with me. This is a nice outlet. But thinking more holistically over the last year, uh, I think my coffee take, or sorry, my coffee intake has been a little out of balance. Uh, I'm drinking a slightly too much coffee to the point where it's taking away from how my wheel is rolling. And I could use a couple wrenches of tightening on that spoke to help with it. Um, just so I don't have that afternoon crash and addictive tendencies towards coffee. Um, I feel a little out of true in my work to play ratio, or I don't know, if, just in how much I'm working. Uh, I'm working like with teaching, not in the summers. So overall, holistically in the year, I think it's balanced, maybe. But during the school year, I'm working like 45 hours a week, which is so manageable and is much better than the 60 hours a week I was working my first year, uh, given that I was finishing my master's and first year teaching alongside of that, developing all my own resource resources for teaching. So it's better than that, but still I'm probably putting, putting in about 45 and it's fine. I can do it. No complaints. And this is a very privileged thing for me to even be able to reflect upon, but I do feel that 45 hours a week is out of balance. Even 40 hours a week is out of balance if what we're, if what we're going for is well-being uh, collectively. 40 hours is too much. And anthropological data points to that as well, right? Like there's all this data out there now that shows <laughs> hominids, <laughs> uh, homo sapiens, of the past, meaning about 200,000 plus years of our history, spent about 25 hours working a week, right? So that meant uh, gathering, hunting, uh, yeah, collecting nuts, berries, fruits, hunting, setting up shelter, collecting water, uh, these type things that you could call quote work back then. They spent about 25 hours doing that and the rest was spent on other things, grooming, playing, doing these other things. And newsflash, we're equipped with the same hard wiring as our ancestors 200,000 years ago on the savannah and living in tribes of 100 to 150. And so we feel like, okay, when I say out of balance, I mean working 45 hours, no complaints, but that is not in alignment, that is not in balance with our hard wiring, our genetics, our physiology. Uh, and I feel like society would, I guess, be better if I can judge in that way, if we moved towards that. Um, yeah, those are the areas in my life that could use a little bit of refinement to help my wheel roll a little bit more true. I'm proud of myself for being able to say that because I've done a lot of work intentionally about truing my wheel uh, over the last couple of years um, yeah like I just like with drinking uh, not that I ever had a problem but that shit is poisonous and I feel the poisonous nature it has on me just like the next day being hung over you yeah crazy preaching the choir but um, things like social media things like uh, I don't watch porn uh, and I hope to not be like preaching from a high horse, like, check me out, this is what I do. But just like, I think these are things that are important that we have to actively fight as modern hominids in order to start living better. Uh, 
I got into a habit of crushing a full pint of Ben and Jerry's every night. Shout out chocolate fudge brownie. Shout out the tonight dough. Uh, still borderline addicted, but I fight that to try to keep it in balance. Um, to try to minimize those fat dopamine rushes. Um, and I'm trying to fight. I think that our another area that we're out of balance in is in regards to convenience and, cuff, and comfort. Uh, I just feel like the scales have tilted too far to the side of comfort and convenience. We can fly from the US, from your home, to Japan or anywhere without even interacting with another human and hardly even, or maybe, yeah, not even stepping out into the outside world. Like that level of convenience and comfort is one that I think takes away from our well-being, right? So you're sitting at your home, you book your plane ticket and you check in online on your phone and then you call your Uber who pulls up right to your garage and you step, oh, you were outside for like three feet. Oh, don't let the rain hit you. And then you step into the Uber and they drive you. You don't even have to talk to them because the destination is set. They drop you under the awning at the airport, which you've already checked in for. Boom, you're on your flight. You're looking at your phone the whole time. You fly to Japan where you've already set up your Airbnb and an Uber there. And boom, then you're there. It's like, whoa. I didn't even talk to anyone, right? Or like sitting at home and you can order Uber Eats from your lazy boy while watching Netflix. And like we are in what Marshall calls the soft apocalypse, uh, <laughs> which is a little bit alarmist or whatever. But I feel the truth of that. And what I mean by that is just we're a little out of balance with how much comfort and convenience we have. And I think that the modern hominid needs a little bit more discomfort. Seek discomfort. A, because it helps us grow, and B, because it's in alignment with who we are. So whatever that looks like, seeking discomfort for us, but whether that's taking a cold shower, whether that's introducing yourself to the random person, the random neighbor in your neighborhood who you haven't talked to, but you're like, oh, it'd be whatever that is, whatever seeking discomfort is for an individual, I hope we can start to shift towards that because uh, things are better that way life is better that way uh, it's more in alignment with the modern hominids that we are our primal nature not because we have to but because we can